welcome to this week's episode of Adulting on Purpose with me, your host, Jambi. Now, today, with no holds barred, let's start off the conversation with a quote from Steve Maraboli. I hope I'm saying that right. So he says, take responsibility. The victim mindset dilutes the human potential. By not accepting personal responsibility for our circumstances, we greatly reduce our power to change them. Who? I have never endorsed a message more than I do this one. So first and foremost, I am shocked that it has taken me 19 episodes to talk about this, but well, well, it's better late than never. Here we are. This one is for the scapegoating battalion. Over the past few weeks, I've gotten into very interesting conversations with people over different things, and it has just jumped out to me how comfortable we are as a society with blame shifting. Yani, nothing is ever your fault. You might relate better to this recent trend of people declaring how how they are taking a break from social media. You know, most giving the reason that it has become such a toxic place, blah, blah, blah. I need to rejuvenate and redo what to do. And you just have to laugh. Like, do you remember when you first created that IG account or the Facebook or your Twitter account? There was nothing on that feed. The new yourself, one by one, added everything that you now see on it. That negativity you're running from is a you creation. And you had best get about fixing the actual problem before you start shifting the blame for your unhappiness on the internet communities. Majority of whom are strangers, you know, usually. So how convenient an excuse. Hmm? You know, because of course you're not going to go beating down strangers, telling them to stop being toxic. Huh? Because you're now pretending that that is the only problem. Like, that is, that is, it is other people creating it. Like, just get out of here. Now, we tend to do that a lot with most things in life. You know, you're late to work and immediately you blame it on traffic. Which, by the way, is the most useless excuse for tardiness ever. Like, how long have you been on earth? Did you just realize that roads get jammed? By the fuck out of here with that excuse. Others, okay, mostly women, with all manner of domestic excuses for tardiness, or I could not do this, or I will not manage to do this because you know my kids. Well, if it's if it's during your personal time, yes, by all means. But if it's during your work hours, like when you're supposed to be doing other things, don't come here telling people about oh, all of these family obligations that you have. Like, did you just discover? Was this not... what? Like I, like I don't I don't even know what to say. So I remember my first encounter with this whole idea of responsibility taking and oh my god, I was nowhere near the adult that I am today. Okay, gosh, I cringe for that girl. Anyhow, I had just gotten like this internship at a law firm and I shared an office with the like with the one of the partner secretaries. So she was a cool chick. But she was also one of those people who like to tell themselves that they are readers, but like they really aren't so they have this one book around them that they never pick up to read but it's there you know for when they need to play the part so she was one of those her book of choice um this time was jack canfield's chicken soup for the soul i don't know have i mentioned here how i was such a hater for self-help and motivational books now you know i had engaged in that rhetoric that they're shallow and whatnot and so i stayed away this one was one of those but i had just finished reading something great and it's like an addict withdrawal like you need a hit so i just picked it up so i ventured into this buddy and what 
thank God I did. So I don't even think I finished reading that book. And just now I'm thinking maybe, maybe I should get it and read it. However, I remember the opening chapter was on taking responsibility and why it was such a game changer. Now, I understood that piece of writing on such a level that it stuck with me. So, I didn't immediately jump up and start practicing it. So, I was still taking my hits and lessons from the world. But over the years, I would come to learn that it is the most important thing about adulting. If it's not, if not the only thing, you know. And I also like what Emily Mercury, again, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, says that the secret ingredients to true happiness, decisive optimism, and personal responsibility. And ain't that the truth? Because let me tell you, ladies and gents, nothing steals your joy faster than outsourcing your solutions to other people, which is what to do when you play victim. You are declaring yourself powerless in that situation, beholden to people or circumstances. No. Please remember, and if you don't know, let me be the one to tell you that you have created the reality you're experiencing, whatever that is. Too bad, too bad, by the way, that contradicts some of the things that your religions may have taught you. This is mine, and it's that you have to own your shit. Now, why is this so important? Like, why, why do we even need to talk about it? Because you cannot fix things or find solutions to problems unless you feel empowered to do so. When you start to blame others, oh, I don't have the time to cook, to clean, to read, to work out, to text people back. Because, you know, the way my job is set up, my kids, my family obligation, whatever excuse you want to take, you take the power from yourself to fix the problem. You know, because anyway, when you start using your kids as an excuse for everything, you know, even even for the person who's being given that excuse, anyway, you can't return your kids or unhave them. So the situation is going to have to remain as it is. You know, it's always... The weather, the economy, the government, all of the things but you standing in your way. <laughs> Laughable. And I hear the most ridiculous justifications from people to stay in the pits. You know, you're staying in a bad marriage for the children. But the, where does this myth stem from? Because that math has never mathed for me. Just get into my socials and feel, feel free to scold me on this one. Because I don't get it. At the end of the day, these children that you're staying for, you just end up with maladjusted adults who can never do anything for themselves and then now you're here at 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 staying for the children. Or a bad job. Like you're just there stuck in a miserable job that just makes you a miserable person and you're there like giving all kinds of excuses. Oh, you know the unemployment problem in Kenya. Great. One day we will talk about these excuses or toxic relationships with family and friends. Please remember that anything that you're not changing, you're choosing. We cannot wind this up before we agree on a definition for self-responsibility. And because you're in my house, let's go with mine, right? So for me, it means pointing at yourself whenever things happen for you in life, good or bad. And guys, that is not easy. I tell my friends that it's probably the hardest part about not being a believer. You can't just fall to God or the devil for things. There's only you to blame and you to fix. Not, nobody's coming. There's nothing that is going to happen. At he, at he power. There's power in you. Come on. Now, I'm here to tell you that you've always had the power to make it different, to get it right, to produce the results that you desire. Now, for whatever reason, 
whether it's ignorance or a lack of awareness, you know, self or external awareness, whether it's fear, whether it's that need to be right, whether it's that need to feel safe, you know, you choose not to exercise that power. Now, the reason why is not even important because that needs to go into your past. That from this point forward, you choose, you know, you choose to act as if you are 100% responsible for anything that does or does not happen to you. And and that's that's all that is needed. The standard is for you to act as if. You know, if something does not turn out as planned, you will ask yourself, how did I create that? What was I thinking? What were my beliefs? What did I say? Or what did I not say? What did I do? What did, what did I do or not do to create that outcome? How did I get the other person to act the way they did? And what do I need to do differently next time to get a different result? You get So Jack Canfield, the author of that book that I'm talking about, also has a little quiz that helps you analyze the areas of your life where you need to show up with more responsibility. You know, and it's advisable. It's a there are seven questions and it's advisable that you're ruthlessly honest with yourself on this if you're serious about just taking control and taking back the power to finding solutions to things in your life. Number one, what is that difficult or troubling situation in your life? Hmm? Identify it. That is where it always begins. Second, how are you creating it or allowing it to happen? You know, it's a responsibility thing. So it is you. Do not start looking for, oh, the government Sidri has created this rule so now I cannot run my business. Number three, what are you pretending not to know? Hmm? Number four is what is the payoff for keeping it like it is? Because you find that usually when you're when you're when you're when you're blaming someone, when you're refusing to solve a problem, it's because staying in that um staying in that situation solves a problem for you. Like people who say drink instead of solving their problems, you know. It provides some sort of comfort at the time. Like you're there with people, you get to talk to other people, you're doing other things. So you're not thinking about the, you're not actively thinking about the things that you're avoiding, right? So you need to know what the payoff for keeping things as they are is because you will need to keep that payoff going without without having without having it hinged or attached to these bad things that you're trying to eliminate from your life. So number five would be, what would you rather be experiencing? Yeah, which is your ideal. What actions will you take to create that? And number seven, by when will you take that action? Because we all know that just saying things and desiring things and, and saying that this is what you want without making a timely, you know, timely decisions about when you're going to achieve this desired result then it is just a dream hmm? that that it is just a dream it's no longer so you 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 give things timelines so that you can turn them into goals and tangible actions things that you can actually do and get outcomes out of and like i said these questions it demands ruthless honesty so just do this by yourself nobody's watching you don't have to lie you know and we keep saying that you can lie to so many people but it's almost impossible to lie to yourself just don't do it then again, while you're not blaming others, it's also not the time to start blaming yourself. That is never a good idea in any situation. You, The reason why we're taking responsibility is we are owning it so that you can start to find solutions to whatever situation that is in your life that you're not completely happy about. You know, because going back to like our original quote, take responsibility. 
the victim mindset dilutes the human potential. By not accepting personal responsibility for our circumstances, we greatly reduce the power to change them. And that's all for me. that's all for this one, good humans. Thank you so much for stopping by. If you're anyone who would benefit from this or any other conversations we have on here, be sure to share it with them. Contribute to the collective intelligence of the world because we are good humans. Bella, ciao.